turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. It's now in high school holler. On your airwaves, Hoster. Hello, Chicago. Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We have a special announcement to make this week for all of my Android users out there wanting to hear the best show in Chicago for high school sports. We are now officially on Google Play. That's right. We are available for you on Google Play. Make sure you spread the word as we are looking to reach 10,000 listeners by the end of the year. That's only a few weeks away, so let's get with it, people. We also want to give some special hollers out to a few people getting special honors. The Illinois Basketball Coaches Association has announced their 2019 Hall of Fame class. Making the list from Chicago Public League are three players and one coach. The players are Darius Clemens, who played ball at Phillips and went on to college to hoop for Loyola, Chicago. Melvin Davis played at Dunbar and then at Tennessee State. Marvin McGrew, who played at Lincoln Park and then at Cleveland State. And the coach being honored from the Chicago area, Coach Lewis Thorpe from North Lawndale College Prep, who we just lost a few months ago. God rest his soul, great man and an awesome coach. Hollis also go out to two of our Chicago Public League area football players selected to play in this year's Illinois High School Football Coaches Association Shrine Game. Congrats to defensive back Romel Golston of Al Raby and punter Travis Oosley from Westinghouse repping for those schools and will be representing for the city of Chicago in the postseason Chicago Football Shrine Classic. On this week's show, we start things off with our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week in Diva Sports featuring the Phillip Wildcats visiting the Limbloom Eagles. What a game. You want to hear that one. Then check out the boys game of the week with the King Jaguars taking on the Tilden Blue Devils. We have the recap of the game and coaches and players interviews from both of those. We also talk high school wrestling with our special guest on the coaches chatter. Taft head wrestling coach Brad Engel joins us. He's not alone. Two of his senior captains talk with us in the Shining Star segment as well. Our student reporter Alex Burston drops in and joins us on those interviews at Taft. That stuff plus we let you know where you can find our scores from the week and a whole bunch more. It's right here on the best show in Chicago for high school sports. You know it, the H2S2 show. Remember to follow and holler at us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show Facebook page. We appreciate the love from you. Check us out each and every week on Facebook Live. Our pre- and post-game coverage and interviews 
from both the boys and girls games of the week are always on Facebook Live and we have a bunch of fun and a lot of you have been giving us some love and showing us some love man so we appreciate that keep that going it's a great way to catch up on all the action where you just can't make it to the game that's what I'm saying that's what we do for you Coming up next, we recap a battle out of the Chicago Public League Red South Central Girls Conference between the Philly Wildcats and the Lim Bloom Eagles. It's in Diva Sports next on the High School Holler Sports Show. Hey Chicago, this is John Wilson from Limbloom Technical High School, the Eagles, class of 1980, swoop swoop, and you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Hey Chicago, this is Josette from Limbloom Technical High School, home of the Eagles, class of 1989, and you're tuned in to the High School Holla Sports Show. Welcome back. It's the H2S2 Diva Sports segment and our girls basketball game of the week. Brought to you by Epiphany Travel and Events. Looking to travel at an affordable rate that will allow you to live out your travel dreams at a special destination while satisfying your love for travel? Then come and join the travel experience with Epiphany Travel and Events. You can also find out about a great way to fundraise through the adventures of travel that will help your charity reach new goals in a fun and unique way. Visit them online at www.etravelandevents.com, the official sponsors of our girls basketball game of the week. We all know when it comes to basketball in the city of Chicago Public League, everyone's talking about the Red Conferences for the girls as well as for the boys. It doesn't matter what division of the Red, whether it's North, Northwest, South, South Central, whichever. Some of the best basketball is said by some to be played in the Chicago Public League Red Conferences. That's not to say that other conferences in the Public League aren't competitive or as good. Just the mere mention of teams in the red causes a greater debate. So we turn our attention to two schools in girls basketball out of the Chicago Public League Red South Central Conference. The Phillip Wildcats and head coach Larry Stokes paid a visit to coach Staff Sergeant Dan Lawson Jr. and his Limbloom Eagles winner gets a game closer to the top of the Red South Central Conference. We talked with the coaches prior to the game, and here's what they said about this battle coming out of the red. Exclusive hot new high school holler. Here it comes. 
here at Limbloom High School for our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week, where the Phillip Wildcats get set to take on the Limbloom Eagles. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Retired Sergeant Dan Lawson Jr. Hey, Coach, how you doing today? Man? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for asking. These girls are on the roll right now. Three wins in the conference. You guys are doing good. How do you feel about them thus far this early in the season? I really feel good about them this year. I mean, we're a young crew. Uh, we have a couple transfers in, and they brought a new energy. I lost two key people last year, but with these two new people in, they really replaced them really well. Got my core people back this year, so, you know, we kind of maintain our stability and everything, so I feel really good about them. Well, tell us about a few of these Eagles that's going to be key in the win today and, and the success going forward. Okay, well, I have a junior, uh, Jakaya Amos, plays uh, real hard in the paint, grabs rebounds, and, and brings a real nice skill set. I have a couple of guards, Journey Henderson, uh, Marche Kellum, Kiara Herbert, very tenacious guards, play real good defense, can get the ball in the basket. We got a red South Central Conference matchup. You guys get a shot at another conference win. You face the Phillip Wildcats. What do you know about them and Coach Larry Stokes? Well, I've known Coach Stokes. You know, we've been rivals for quite a few years. I know and I have a lot of respect for him and I know he's a very knowledgeable coach. I know he does good with the program he, that he's established and I feel very confident no matter what he puts on the floor, he's going to put something big on the floor. I know he's got a couple new people over there that have that bringing a lot of talent to him. So I'm looking forward to a good game and uh, hopefully at the end of the 32 minutes we'll have the W. So we're going to play hard. We're going to work hard do what the best we can. Alright, well coach, good luck today and we'll talk to you a little bit at the half. Okay, thanks so very, very much. High School Holla. Joined now with the head coach of the Wildcats, Coach Larry Stokes. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry. How hey, you doing? Let's talk about it. It's a conference game. The Red South Central, one of the hottest conference in girls basketball in the city of Chicago. And tonight you guys get an opportunity to get a, another conference win. Uh, you're right about that. This, uh, Red Central is one of the toughest conferences in the CPS League. I'm talking about night in and night out. We can't get a, a, a game off. The Simeon, Kenwood, now Limbloom is our next challenge. I'm, I'm just looking forward to a, a good game. Uh, coach, tell us about some of these Wildcats that we can keep our eye on that's going to be key for a win, not only today, but for the success of the Phillips program in girls basketball moving forward. Luckily, I got a transfer over in a point guard to Neil Robinson. She's uh, spearheading my team. I also got Leilani Murray, Rihanna Freeman, Taryn Parker. My starting uh, five is pretty solid. And my young girls, uh, my young girls last year almost won the city championship. We fell short by one point. So we're young and we're just right there in the hunt everything. So momentum is on your side. Youth is on your side. What do you know about these Limbloom Eagles and what they can bring today? Uh, tough young ladies. They like to drive and kick. Nice point guard play. Always have nice point guard play. They lost to big, which is probably going to hurt them a little bit. But they're young as well. Like I said, tough point guard play. Well, you know, Coach, we want to wish you the best of luck. And we'll talk to you at halftime. Good luck tonight. Thank coach. you for having me. I appreciate it. High School Holla. Let's go. 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 Let's go right to the recap of this Red South Central Conference girls basketball game. It would really be one that neither team would want to give in or give up on as they were pretty well matched on the floor. Game couldn't get started with a jump ball before one of the referees blew his whistle before the game could even get started, calling a lane violation on the Limbloom Eagles, giving the ball over to the Phillip Wildcats. That's how the game would start. If there's anything that can ruin a good game, blame it on the referees. Now the game would go almost two minutes before either team would score the first point in the game. 
until the six minute mark when they literally would get the first point of the game as the Wildcats center Junior Sakarla Clark would get to the line off of a foul and would hit one of two free throws for a one zip Phillips lead. Things would move a bit faster after the team settled into the game and the game's next points would be a huge three-pointer from the Eagles guard Junior Journey Henderson to put the Limbloom Eagles on the board 3-1 with 4.50 left to play in the first period. The pace would quicken and speed up as the Wildcats senior guard Tennille Robertson would answer with a quick drive to the basket for a 3-3 tie. The Eagles guard junior Marche Cullum would strike right back with two points which would be matched by an answer from the Wildcats to tie the game at five with less than three minutes to play in the first period. We would find ourselves witnessing a fast break match up and down the floor in the first period as the Limbloom Eagles would hold a 12-9 lead over the Phillips Wildcats at the end of the first period. The top scorers in the first period would all have four points for the Limbloom Eagles guards junior Kiara Herbert and Journey Henderson and for Phillips senior Tennille Roberson with four points. Things would definitely switch up in the second period as new faces would emerge in the scoring column. Wildcats senior Sparkle Harris would start things off with a drive for two points, bringing the Wildcats within one point, 12 to 11. That would be followed up by a steal and score from Wildcats sophomore Kayla Lewis, who would get fouled for a three-point play as she drains the free throw. This young Wildcat wasn't done yet. Kayla Lewis then drives strong through the lane with another basket, scoring five of her second period leading six points in all of 26 seconds, giving the Phillips Wildcats a 16-12 lead. Add another bucket by senior Sparkle Harris, who would end up with four points in the second period, and a free throw by freshman Nakia Nerdy, the Wildcats would find themselves keeping things tight. The Eagles would look to lean on their center, Junior Ja'Kaya Amos, who would match the Wildcats' leading scorer in the period with six points of her own. Add points by Eagles sophomore, who hit a huge three-pointer, Kiva Wilson, and a set of free throws by Ayana Shelley. We go into the halftime of this back and forth Red South Central game with the Limbloom Eagles leading the Phillip Wildcats by three, 23 to 20. Our leading scores of the first half for the Wildcats, sophomore Kayla Lewis led everyone with nine points and for the Eagles, junior Ja'Kaya Amos who had eight points. Here's thoughts from both coaches on how their teams performed in the first half. High School Holla. The halftime of our girls basketball game of the week. The Limbloom Eagles lead the Phillip Wildcats 23-20. to I'm joined now with the head coach of the Eagles, Sergeant Dan Lawson Jr. Your girls are up by three. Could have been a lot more. Some missed shots and some missed opportunities. What do you think about their play in the first half? I'm, I'm happy with the play. I'm definitely happy with the defense effort. And you're right, there were some missed shots. I think that what happens is, I think we put a little bit more emphasis on this game that they, they, they need to be mentally. And they just need to settle down and play our game, okay? And just do what we do and what we do 
best, move the ball around and quit thinking and just take shots. And defense wins championships, so that's what we got to do. We got to settle down and get knee deep in some defense and make some things happen. Anything special or any changes coming out in the second half? The changes are that we got to turn up the intensity. We got to be a little bit more tenacious. Uh, nobody's in any kind of foul trouble. And we just got to get down and do what we do. We're, we're a little bit better defensive team than what we're displaying right now. So we have to do that. I think we warmed up now, so now we have to get do what we do, play tenacious defense, be smart, be relentless, and let's see what we can do and change the outcome of the game. All right, good luck in the second half. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. High School Holla. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Wildcats, Larry Stokes. Wildcats down only about three. Assess your team's performance in the first half, coach. Defensively, not rotating right. They're not talking. Then they're just selling for threes. Um, my point guard got to go downhill, mid-range of the passing lanes to start opening up. But most importantly, we got to box out and just talk a little bit on defense. What'd you tell the girls in the locker room at half? I said, we, you know, we're a couple of attitudes away from really gelling properly. You know, a bunch of new faces. Once everybody started loving each other on the floor, it'll carry over. You'll see a, a different team out there. What, if any, adjustments will you make? Uh, we're about to go man-to-man because I think we, we, we should be able to go to man-to-man. I was just trying to make sure I saved, especially my point guard. She has three fouls. I told her she got to be careful. So we can adjust man-to-man because they're just standing still trying to set, get jump shots. They're not very good finishers because they're so small at the rim. So we're making an adjustment that they're just rotate over. Good luck in the second half. Talk to you after. All right. Have a good one. High School Holla. After the break, we will bring you the recap of the second half of this H2S2 girls basketball game of the week between the Phillip Wildcats and the Limbloom Eagles coming up on the High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla. So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome back to the H2S2 show and our Diva Sports Girls Basketball Game of the Week. As we get set to recap the second half, the Limbloom Eagles held a three-point lead over the Phillip Wildcats 23-20 as we enter the third period of play. That would all change thanks to the Wildcats junior, Tyrone Cunningham, who would light things up from the three-point land and a bucket for a third-period leading 11 points. Add a combined six points with four points from senior Tennille Robertson and two points from junior Renata Freeman. The Wildcats was making this a game which would have four lead changes and one tie at 32 apiece at the 208 mark within the third period. The Eagles would get the ball inside to their center, Zakaya Amos, who would drop eight points in the third period. With help from sophomore Kiva Wilson, who connected for a three-pointer and add a bucket from sophomore Jayana Williams, which was a sweet drive to the basket. The third period would end with the Phillip Wildcats holding a one-point lead over the Limbloom Eagles 37-36 as we enter the final and fourth period of play. The Wildcats would try to expand their lead but couldn't seem to keep their handles on the ball with some costly turnovers. 
and only able to score 12 points, led by senior Tennille Robinson with six. Junior Taryn Cunningham knocked down her fourth three-pointer of the game and three points from Junior Sakala Clark. The Eagles' defense would soar into high gear, forcing turnovers and getting scores. The Eagles will once again go inside the paint to Junior Jakaya Amos, who had six points, along with five points from Junior Mashawn Kellum, who hit a big three-pointer, and a combined six points of three buckets from sophomore Ayana Shelley, Kiva Wilson, and Junior Journey Henderson, who still and score sealed this Red South Central win for the Eagles over the Wildcats 53-49. to Here's post-game interviews with both coaches Larry Stokes of Phillips and Limbloom head coach Sergeant Dan Lawson Jr. along with our shining star of the game, Eagle Center Jr. Jakaya Amos who led all scorers with 22 points and three blocks. High School Holler. Our high school holla girls basketball game of the week where the Phillip Wildcats fell short to the Limbloom Eagles. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Wildcats, Larry Stokes. Coach 5349, your girls toughed it out to the very end. Turnovers. All boys down to turnovers and missed opportunities. Defensively, we, we didn't guard anybody, not talking, and then everybody wants to say, not me, it's somebody else. So once everybody owns ownership of their mistakes, like I said, we'll get better. This team is very talented. I gotta point out the four three-pointers by number four. She lit it up from the outside. That's about time. She stuck up the gym for about uh, five games. Finally, she started hitting. So she hung in there. She played a lot of defense for us, a lot of games, and fouled out. I told her just hang in there. So finally, she started hitting some shots. So I was proud of her. But we just fell short because our guard play turned it over here and there. And just not uh, the big girl just killed us. We couldn't. We didn't have an answer. Nobody wanted to box out or do anything with it. What do you go in the locker room and tell your girls to get ready for the next game? Well, right now, like I said, take ownership of the mistakes. You know, not bickering and saying somebody else was standing right there. If I'm inbounding the ball, making the pass. I got to say, hey, that's my fault. Instead of, hey, it was two of y'all, none of y'all moved. If I'm making the pass, I got to recognize and talk to my people. And that's the problem. We don't talk to each other. We yelling. What do you take away from this to get these girls ready? Back in the lab, it wasn't a totally bad game. But like I said, turnovers. It's too many turnovers for, for my liking. So we'll go back in the gym, just work on certain things, especially boxing out, understanding and talking on defense. Coach Stokes, we'll see the Wildcats in action again soon. And good luck the rest of the way. Thank you for having me. High School Holler. Joining now with the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Lawson. Great win for you, Sarge. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What do you think contributes to the team and the way they came out in the second half? Well, you know, we always say this uh, first half is only played to get to the second half. What I try to instill in my girls' head is that in the third quarter, we need to make a run. Even if we're up by 20, we need to act like we down by 20. We already knew that we need to make a bigger defensive effort, and I told you at halftime, we need to come out a little bit more relentless, a little bit more aggressive, and play our game. We're a very good defensive team. We, we have a lot of speed, so we just have to, to get it in our mindset and just do what we do and be comfortable. Talk about the way this team bounced back, even though the game in the third quarter was back and forth. It was back and forth, but in no time did I ever feel that they had momentum. You know, in, in sports, it, it lead is one thing, but it's all about momentum and energy, and at no time did I ever feel that they took the momentum from us. We made a couple mistakes, we made a couple turnovers that shouldn't happen, and they capitalized. I got it. At the end of the day, you know, we just used our minds, settled down, and played the game. Three and four points in the middle of the third quarter is not anything to really get upset about. Three or four points with 20 seconds left at the end of the fourth quarter. It's a different mindset. So it was nothing that they needed to get upset about or be unnerved about. Just play our game. We allowed them to do that. So just do what we do and we'll be all right. Talk about this young lady who we'll talk to in a minute. Ja'Kai 
Amos came out big time, 22 points. The girl in the middle was dominant. Yes. You know, Ja'Kai and I, I like to say we have a special relationship. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm on her, you know, but I want the best for her. And I'm glad she's with me. And she's an incredible athlete. She's just at the tip of her skill set. I'm glad she turned it up. She made a commitment to me. I made a commitment to her. And she did what I know she could do. So, yes, I'm proud of her. She did a great job. Well, let's talk to this young lady. Our shining star of the game, Ja'Kia Amos. How did it feel to be out there and be as dominant as you were? It felt good. Like, it's all because of my team. My team did everything that they were supposed to do to help me get the ball, to help me do what I did. My team, they did everything. And I feel very um, grateful to have a good team like we do and to make sure that we all play together as one unit, which is what we did tonight to get the win. How great is it to be playing at home the way you guys did with the crowd cheering you guys on? It was great. Like, we haven't had a home game in a really long time. I think this is our second home game just to have, like, a good show out like we did. And they was cheering for us and making sure that we got the win. It was a big deal that they were here, and we um, are very grateful for that. I got to give you an opportunity to talk about the commitment that Coach Lawson talked about. What does Sarge and you commit to that makes you a better player? T always getting on me in practice and stuff and, like, um, making sure that I do exactly what um, I'm supposed to do. He only get on me because he wants me to be better. He wouldn't just get on me just to be yelling. He only do that because he wants me to be better. And I told him that if he give me a chair in his office, then I would do good today. <laughs> are you close to getting the chair? Yeah, I'm real close. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say to the Limbloom Eagle fans that came out here and supported you today? I want to say thank y'all. Be back here next Wednesday when we take on Harlan and take the W. Coach, she talked about that chair in your office. Did you give her the chair now? Well, she won't get the chair yet. They want to they want to cut my hair off. I told her she can get 25 points and 25 rebounds. At the end of the season, I might let her be my barber for a day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what do you want to tell the Limbloom Eagle fans that came you know, out? When the fans come out like that, you know, being at home and fans, fans, that's your sixth man. That energy that they, that they provide, good, bad, or indifferent, when you make a mistake, they're cheering for you. And when we have them in our corner, we owe it to them to get this W. We owe it to them to play hard like we did. And they gave us what we wanted, and we gave them what they wanted. Congratulations on the big win, Coach, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thank you very much. Both teams hit the road again for the next few games. The Limbloom Eagles will go on to beat Oakline on Thursday, 50-40, and face the Simeon Wolverines yesterday, losing that battle 69-49. The Eagles' next game will be on Wednesday at home against the Harlem Falcons. Phillips played Bogan yesterday. The Wildcats beat the Bengals 68-46, and they too are back in action on the road at CVS. We'll see these two teams down the line competing for a city and state championship. Trust me, you heard it here first. Remember, I told y'all last year to watch out for the Harlan Falcons, and they went down state. I'm just saying these two teams are just that good to do it too. If you don't believe me, you got their next few games, go check them out. And I'm telling you, Email me, call me up, call into the show, and you tell me. Because I'm telling you, these teams are serious about their business and they're athletic enough to bring back a state championship to the city of Chicago. Hashtag Girls Play 2 is a fact, not just a movie. We keep talking about all what the boys doing. These girls are balling, and these two teams have some of those balls. That's all I got to say. Remember, you can check out boys and girls basketball scores by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. Stay with us. Our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week featuring the King Jaguars and the Tilden Blue Devils up next on the High School Holler Sports Show.
Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla. Hey, Chicago. This is Carl Anson repping for Martin Luther King High School in the class of 1987. Holla! Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week. Brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on Amazon by searching for the name David Solomon or visit the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. They are also located on our homepage right next to the H2S2 scoreboard. This week's Boys Basketball Game of the Week comes out of the Chicago Public League White Central Conference. The 6-3 King Jaguars, coached by Columba Ball, traveled a short distance west of them to take on a King Jaguar alum in coach Keith Johnson and his Tilden Blue Devils, who started the season just last week and are 0-2 in the White Central Conference and looking to pick up their first win overall and in the conference. We caught up with both coaches as their teams warmed up and talked about this head-to-head Public League White Central Conference game between two coaches who are good friends. Exclusive High School Holla. At Hilden High School for our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week where the King Jaguars get set to take on the Tilden Blue Devils in a white central Chicago Public League Basketball Conference. And I'm joined now with the head coach of the King Jaguars, Columbia Ball. And Coach Ball, it's on now. Season yeah. is here. Yeah, it is. You know, we got a real good team this year. We're right on the borderline between being a very good team and a special team. So we're just trying to get over the top. It's still early. Nine games in for you guys. You guys last week split on the conference game you lost the first won the second how are you building that momentum coming into today well we just won the last game so we're one and one in the conference without two of our better players we're missing two of the top players in the conference that has been playing with us for a while so and we still been playing well so it's going to be scary if you don't beat us early it's going to be tough later so i expect us to come out and play hard today and make good decisions and lay it all on the line tell us about some of these jaguars we should keep our eye out for who's going to be key in a win today and the success of the king jaguars along the season. I mean, that's kind of hard. You got to keep an eye on all 15 of them. I'm be honest with you. I mean, it's hard to key on us. We don't rely on one person. So I just don't want to say just one or two people because I got confidence in every last one of them. So like I said, we're missing two of the top players in the conference and we're still playing well. So uh, we're also tough one at Limblom, you know, so it's going to be a tough from one through 10 as far as the conference is concerned. Before I let you go, you got the Tilden Blue Devils today. What do you know about your opponents today? I mean, I don't know too much about Tilden uh, this year. I know they had a very, very good team last year. You know, Keith Johnson, 
Johnson is a good friend of mine. I know he, he does a very good job with him. You know, he knows basketball, was a very good player. Actually, he's alumni of King. He played at King, so, you know, I've been so knowing him a long time. Yeah, it is. Anytime you play against a friend, you know, so you don't really want to play against a friend, and you don't really want to be friends when you play, but it is what it is, you know, so good luck to him. Coach, we'll talk to you at half, and good luck today. Appreciate it. High School Holla. Join with the head basketball coach, Keith Johnson. You know him well. We covered him last year, and we're back again, Coach, for another season. Yes, sir. Thanks. How you doing, man? How's everybody going? Coach, you're only two games into the season. How do you feel about the team thus far? We've been up and down. We uh, we young. We lost a couple of guys, so we're still trying to figure it out. We just got to keep practicing, keep pushing, and keep playing hard. That's it. You lost a few guys. Who are some of the Blue Devils that's going to have to step up for you? Well, I got a couple of guys that was here last year, Miguel and another guy, Quantez, that was here last year that's going to have to step up really big for us. So as long as they step up, we should be all good. Coach, I got to ask you, today's game is not only a key game in the White Central Conference, it's also special to you as you get to coach against your alma mater, the King Jaguars. How do you feel? Oh, that's uh, it's amazing, man. It's kind of tripped out because uh, this is my first time ever coaching against them. So, you know, of course I want to beat them. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the other side. So, go Blue Devils today. King Jaguars tomorrow. <laughs> what do you know about this era of King Jaguar basketball? Uh, I don't know much about what's going on with them now. You know what I'm saying? I know we got a, a rich tradition, of course. So I just hope uh, Coach Ball, which is a good friend of mine, is keeping that tradition going. That's all. Well, we talked to Coach Ball. He says, you know, you are good friends. He said, but when that ball go off, all the friendships is for after the game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, good luck tonight, Coach, and we look forward to talking to you at the half. Okay, thank you. High School Holler. Now, we always want to show our frost off, if you're old school like me, that's freshman, sophomore team, or as they say today, JB, junior varsity team, some love as well. We were able to catch that game prior to the varsity taking the floor, and congrats to the King Jaguars frost off squad on their win over Tilden, 50-22. to You heard from the coaches? Let's see if the big brothers for King would make it a sweep or the big brothers of Tilden make it a split and get one for the home team. After the jump ball, the home team Tilden Blue Devils scored out the gate as a strong drive to the basket by their senior Miguel Yamago. The King Jaguars junior Isaiah Kelly would come down the floor and answer with one better on a long three-pointer, giving the Jaguars a one-point lead, 3-2, to two, with just under a minute into the game, the Jaguars would not look back from there. Tilden would have three others of their starters score a bucket from senior Cortez Thomas, Patrick Coleman, and senior Matthew Johnson, which would be all the Blue Devils would score in the first period. The King Jaguars would mount a 16-6 run, led by Isaiah Kelly, who would knock down two more three-pointers and a bucket to lead all scores in the first period of play with eight points. Add six points from Junior Laquan Mims and a basket by senior Jalen Bedell, the King Jaguars would lead the Tilden Blue Devils at the end of the first period 19-8. The second period would start off with a little bit of back and forth between Tilden guards Miguel Yamago and Kings Jr. Isaiah Kelly, both scoring five points in the second period for their team. The Tilden Blue Devils would have several great looks at the basket, but the ball just wouldn't fall and missed free throws attempts, the Blue Devils would only be able to add a combined three points 
from Junior Lamont Sims to go with the five points by senior Miguel Yamago, the King Jaguars had a bit more help as they would pick up baskets from five other players, including a bucket from Junior Devarion Reynolds, add a combined seven points from senior Amari Eldrod with four points, two points from sophomore Davion Brown, add in free throws from seniors Eric January and Ken Gibbs, the King Jaguars would go into the half with a 34-16 lead over the Tilden Blue Devils. Here's halftime comments from both coaches on the first half of play. High School Holla. The halftime of our boys basketball game of the week. Tilden Blue Devils trail the King Jaguars 34 to 16. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Blue Devils, Coach Keith Johnson. The guy struggled to get points in the first half, eight in both quarters. What did you go in at half and tell your team? Well, we got to make shots, man. Uh, we missed seven free throws. So seven free throws that cut the game down to less than 10 points. So we got to make shots. We got to play hard. We got to play harder. We got to want it more than the other team. That's all. Any adjustments being made for the second half? Just come out and play harder, man. That's it. We just got to play hard and make shots and make free throws, too. All right. Good luck in the second half. Talk to you after. Okay, thank you. High School Holler. Joined now with the head coach of the Jaguars, Coach Ball. You got a sizable lead. What do you tell your team and assess that first half performance? I mean, we, we had a couple of turnovers at the wrong time, but then we made them turn the ball over as well. That's how we got that lead right there. But we're not playing well. We're not playing king ball at all. We're taking off plays. We're not getting back on defense. We're trying to do too much at the wrong time. We got to share the ball a little bit more and get the ball inside because they're small. Any adjustments coming out for the second half? I mean, you got to come out and play smart, play hard, play together. Otherwise, you're going to sit down. Talk to you after the game, Coach. All right, appreciate you. High School Holla. When we return after the break, we'll recap the second half of the King Jaguars and the Tilden Blue Devils, our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week on the High School Holla Sports Show. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Illinois, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question, so where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. School holla. Hey, this is Tisha Rubin for my Luther King High School class of 1984. Holla! Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show and our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week. The King Jaguars versus the Tilden Blue Devil. As we enter the third period, unfortunately, things wouldn't get any better for the home team, Tilden Blue Devils who would only be able to get 11 points, led by their senior, Miguel Yamigo, with six points, and a combined five points from junior Trayvon Mills with a big three-pointer, and a bucket from senior Quantrez Thomas. Meanwhile, the King Jaguars would turn to another scoring source in the third period, as senior Ken Gibbs would lead all scorers with eight points in the third period, followed by four points from junior Isaiah Kelly, and a basket by junior Laquan Mims. At the end of the third period of play, 
The King Jaguars continued to lead the Tilden Blue Devils 48-27 as we entered the fourth period. In the fourth period, the Tilden Blue Devils would show some bounce back, forcing some turnovers on defense and keeping their intensity up to try to get back into the game somehow. The Blue Devils would get a brief spark off the bench from junior Trevion Stidwell, who would score four points, and another three-pointer from junior Lamont Sims with buckets from senior Miguel Yamago and Junior Quavon Scherer, the Blue Devils just couldn't overcome that large lead by the Jaguars. The King Jaguars would get more scoring this time from Junior Laquan Mims, who put in eight points of his own in the fourth period, joined by four points from classmate Junior Isaiah Kelly and baskets from seniors Ken Gibbs and sophomore Davion Brown. The King Jaguars would pick up their second conference win, a 61 to 39 victory over the Tilden Blue Devils. Listen to post-game comments from both coaches Keith Johnson of Tilden and Columba Ball of King, along with our H2S2 shining star of the game who led all scores with 24 points, King Jaguar guard, Junior Isaiah Kelly. Exclusive hot new high school holler. Here it comes. Where the King Jaguars just defeated the Tilden Blue Devils 61-39. I'm joined now with the head coach, Coach Ball of the Jaguars, and came out of it big time. Yeah, we did. They couldn't handle our pressure in the second half. Play a little sloppy basketball. We got to share the ball a little bit more. We're going to play together, but we're going to get it all together, though. We spoke briefly about what you told the team at halftime to come out. Did you see any improvements from the first half to the second? I, I did. I saw some improvement, but then I saw some of the things that we didn't we didn't do well in the first half that we did in the second half. So, you know. When you have a win this large, what do you take away from it to go into the next game? Nothing, nothing at all. We want to play better. You know, that's that's not our measuring stick. We got to play better than we played today. You got somebody up next? Yeah, we got Dunbar. Dunbar's up next. It's going to be a real big game. We got to play a whole lot better. If we don't play, if we play like we played tonight, we won't win that game. Now talk about the play of Isaiah right here. 24 points for this big fella right here. Oh, he had a hell of a game. He's been playing well all season. Our H2S2 shining star of the game, none other than Isaiah Kelly. How you feel about it? 24 points. Lead all scorers in the game. Hey, man. It feel good, man. Came a long way. Came a long way, man. Work hard for this. This is another conference win for you guys. How does it feel? You're two and one in the conference right now. A little momentum for you guys. All right, all right. We just taking game by game. We just playing hard as a team. That's it. Talk about what Coach said about building on this momentum, but you guys still got some improvements to do. What do you and your teammates work on moving forward? We just got to play hard. We got to play smart, play together. If we play, like Coach said, if we play how we play today, we ain't going to win that game. We got a tough game on Thursday. We just got to play together. Well, I got to give you and Coach an opportunity to tell the King Jaguar fans how do you feel about this big white Central Conference win, brother? What do you want to tell them? Hey, man, this this just the beginning. This ain't, this ain't nothing right here, man. We got more to come. We got more to come, man. More to come. Hey, Coach. What do you want to tell the King Jaguar fans? I mean, the best is yet to come. Best is yet to come. Congratulations on this win, Coach. See you next time. I right, thank you. High School Holler. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Blue Devils, Keith Johnson, and tough loss for you. Yeah, we didn't make free throws. I told them uh, at halftime, we don't make free throws, we don't win the game. They just outplayed us. They wanted it more than us. We got to regroup as a team. We young, so we got guys, I'm telling guys, you got to be a practice and things of that nature. So we just got to we gotta come together as a team and, and get focused. You know, we'll be, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Coach, I got to tell you, the positives out of this is the tremendous effort those guys gave down to the final buzzer. They never gave up. I mean, that's 
what we do, man. That's what we do here at Tilden. We're going to play to the end. But again, you know, it's a game of wins and losses. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. So this time we lost, but we're going to get back in there tomorrow and be ready for the next game Thursday. What did you tell you guys after the game in the locker room? You don't want to know. <laughs> what do you take away from this to get prepared for Thursday? One thing we have to do is come in more focused. You, you got to come in like, a, you know, we at home. So we, we got to come in with the home court type of mentality. Like we, we here, we ready to play, and we going to protect our home. You know, we play away Thursday. It's a away game, but we got to put this game behind us. This game is over. We can't get it back. So we got to put this game behind us, learn from this game, come in tomorrow, get some work in, and be ready for Thursday. What does the effort given tells you about the character of your team? That we going to play hard. I mean, I know that though We gonna, we gonna play hard One through nine We only got nine kids But we gonna play hard One through nine Whether it be the first man On the court Or the last man on the bench That's what we gonna do Well it's early in the season Good luck the rest of the season Thank you sir High School Holla The King Jaguars Would lose a conference game At home To the Dunbar Mighty Men On Thursday 62-44 to Falling to 2-2 two two In the White Central Conference And will take the floor next Thursday at home in a non-conference game against the Lions of Urban Prep West. The Tilden Blue Devils traveled to Limbloom Thursday in a tough loss, 74-36. The Blue Devils will take a few weeks off and won't be back into action until after the new year on January the 8th at home against the Phillip Wildcats. Up next, we chat with Tab head wrestling coach Brad Engel in the coach's chair on the coach's chatter. Coming up next on the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm Coach Brad Engel, coach of the Taft High School Eagles wrestling team, and it's time for the coach's chatter on the H2S2 show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Hi, this is Peter Krupa with Half High School Eagles and you're tuned into the High School Hollow Sports Show. Let's go, 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 go. Welcome everyone to the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show and our Coaches Chatter segment being brought to you by our friends at Robin Patrice, a trend-setting and one-of-a-kind online store offering first-rate products and exceptional customer service for shoppers from the comfort of their own home. You can check their products out by visiting their website, robinpatrice.com. That's R-O-B-B-I-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-E.com, the official sponsor of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter segment. 
We are joined by their head coach of their championship wrestling program. We welcome head coach Brad Engel to the H2S2 show. Welcome, coach. Well, happy to be here. I want to just start off as we ask all our guests, share a memorable moment from their high school days. Do you have one? Man, there's a lot of those. Let's see. Probably the easiest one to remember is when I was a freshman. Came out for wrestling. Came out only because I coach told me it would be good for being a good football player. And my wrestling coach immediately put me in a group with guys that two of them were two-time state champs and the other guy was a two-time state qualifier so i got my butt kicked like beat up a lot my but, did, but did you give him a little some some uh only if i started holding myself up on the way down i gave him nothing <laughs> they just beat they just beat me up i love it now let's talk about the sport that doesn't always get a fair share of the spotlight in high school sports wrestling is a very tough sport a physical and mental sport isn't it it is a very tough sport if you compare it to say coaching football i mean i, I coach football here at Taft as well. You know, it's just, it's a light night and day difference. I mean, with football, you've got a bunch of guys. There's a lot of standing around, a lot of waiting. With wrestling, it's just constant action. There's no time for that rest and that time to look around and that time to really be fat and out of shape either. Sorry about telling our listeners also, how long have you been coaching wrestling here at Taft? This is my fifth year here at Taft. I, I started coaching when I moved here from South Carolina five years ago. I know in coaching, there's always a philosophy. And when it comes to wrestling, what type of philosophy do you as a coach have well i guess you know our team philosophy and we put it on every single thing that we we do all of our gear it says no mercy it's a coaching philosophy i mean i have about 0.0 mercy on them in practice it's really a competitive philosophy as well it's a we want to leave everything on the mat there's no time to be soft in wrestling you can be soft in other sports you can't be soft in wrestling or somebody's gonna beat you up who were some of the coaches was influential for you as both a coach and a wrestler i'd go back to my high school wrestling coaches don pluta and mark mattingly back in holly michigan i mean those are guys that well first of all they're the idiots that put me with those other guys to get me beat up but I mean outside of my parents I would say they're probably the two most influential people in my life growing up and then uh, as far as coaching wise now as a varsity coach a guy by the name of Kemet Emily who's the coach now at Midland Valley High School in Aiken South Carolina I mean he's the guy who kind of talked me back into coaching again and you know he's been great I mean a, a great mentor and a great friend you guys here at TAV are champions take us through that journey and what it took to win that wrestling Championship. We are the Chicago Public League champions, reigning, and hopefully to be two-time defending here soon. For Taft, you know, we'd never won the, we're 79 years at the gifts at this school. We'd never won the Public League Championship before, so it was a big deal. We'd taken second every year I'd been here, and I think the year before I got here. So it's really just a matter of getting over that big hump and changing things. And there's just a lot of stuff that goes into it. And one, changing philosophies. Number two, changing the schedule. And number three, changing the expectations. You know, we want to be good, not just city good either. We want to be state good. I think the mark of our program is how many guys we end up sending to state. Talk about that journey and having been runner-up. What, in your opinion, changed last year from those previous years? The mindset of our guys, I think. I mean, I, I think we finally got a team last year You know, led by these two guys that you're going to talk to in a little bit. Just this idea that Taft has always had some of these barriers, I think, across athletics in general, and we overcame a huge one in football this year. And, you know, last year, we overcame that in wrestling as well. Where it's just like, hey, we should be here. We are this good. And we went and we took care of business like we knew we should have done in previous years is really what it is. I mean, it sounds cliche, but it's just a belief that we belong there versus, hey, this is nice to be here. For listeners who don't know, what's the preparation like getting the Taft Eagle wrestling team ready for a season? It's unbelievably difficult to be a wrestler 
today. I mean, even when I was in high school, you know, back in the 80s, you know, it wasn't nearly the year-long type of thing. But, you know, we start wrestling, you know, the minute the season's over in February, you know, we're in off-season stuff. And, you know, our guys are wrestling all through the spring and into the summer, working out. We're, you know, we're going to different camps. We're, we're wrestling in different stuff. And then in the fall, you know, during football season, the guys that aren't playing football are, you know, conditioning and working. And then once you get into the season, then it's just a grind every day. I mean, we start grinding at 3.30. We're done every day at 6.30. And we're in the hot room. And, you know, it's just you're just constantly up and down and drilling. There's no breaks. I really want you to break down for our listeners who might only be engaged in wrestling from what they see on television and WWE or something like that. Break down the basics of the sport on a high school level for those who may think it's just pinning your opponent's shoulders to the mat. I wish it was more flaming tables like, you know, on (laughs) WWE. But the biggest thing about wrestling is it's control. I mean, the, the type of wrestling that we wrestle in high school and in the NCAA is called folk style. Not to bore everybody with these multiple types of wrestling, but there's two Olympic types, which are Greco-Roman and freestyle, which are a lot more takedown oriented. They're on their feet, a lot more throws and, and things like that. Whereas in, in folk style, it's about control. So it's about dominating your opponent. You know, we got some guys here in the room and we've got some guys, you know, upstairs that are practicing right now. They like to do that. I mean, it's physically dominating. And if you're somebody who's never come to, to watch a wrestling meet and you have the opportunity to come watch some high school wrestling, you're going to see some people out there, you know, two guys or ladies now, ladies wrestling's huge, two people out there trying to physically dominate each other. And so that's fun. Briefly spoke about this, that some high school programs in the Chicago Public League that include girls on their squad. Does Taft Eagles have any girls on the roster at all? We have two on the roster, and we'd have more. We just don't have the facilities to handle those kind of teams. I certainly would love to. We got a new school that's being built that hopefully we're getting a dedicated wrestling room, and we'll have more space to have more more people. But, yeah, we've got two this year. Coach, did you see him beat up on any of the guys and pin them down? Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, that's another great thing about wrestling, too, is a lot. it breaks down a lot of these barriers that, at the end of the day, it's not a girl out there anymore. It's somebody trying to beat you. That's what's great about it. Is coaching wrestling during a, an actual match similar to what we might assume is a, a corner man for a boxer? I know you guys can't be on the mat with your wrestler, but are you constantly shouting instructions as you're watching the match takes place? Yes. The answer is yes. And shouting, I mean, that's that I certainly there's certainly not a problem with people hearing me. I mean, the biggest difference between that, and that's a good comparison, except for the differences, there's no stoppage in wrestling, right? It's the period ends. They flip a chip and then we go back to it. There's no sitting in the corner for two minutes to, you know, kind of debrief on what's going on out there. Yeah, it's similar in that regard. I mean, you can't really coach. You, you can coach certain things, but it's mostly like just reminding guys to, to do things that they already know. What's the most difficult thing about coaching wrestling? The toughest thing about coaching wrestling is wrestlers. I mean, as the softness factor, I guess, you know, you got to overcome your own mind telling you you want to stop. And it's painful. I mean, it's 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 painful when another guy's trying to physically dominate you. That's tough. And to overcome that mentally is is difficult. So that's the toughest part. We always like to acknowledge the coaches who assist in building up your program. Tell us about your coaching staff and the assistant coaches that helps get these Eagles ready to wrestle. 
I mean, we're super fortunate here at Taft that we have, you know, an administration that supports wrestling and that we're fully funded with our, our stipends for coaches. And, you know, we've been able to, you know, fund some other guys as well. But, you know, like I said, Mike DeFrisco, he's the, you know, varsity assistant. He's been with us now. This is his third year. You know, he's a former college wrestler. Then we've got Garrett McClinn. And Tom Angston, who's our new JV coach, another college wrestler as well. Garrett, he also coaches cross-country and track here at Taft. And previous to that, uh, Marvin Martinez was a guy that was my JV coach for the last three years. He's a, a police officer in Skokie now, so you know he can't do it full-time. And then Zach Elder is another guy that I coach football with that he's not coaching with us this year. But again, real influential in our young program. And then there's a number of other guys, Bill Nelson, Matt Ortega, Dave Marvin, guys that are coming, volunteer their time to come in and roll around, help people out. So we've been really fortunate here at Taft, which is really one of the reasons that we've been able to to really grow our program and, and improve our record and our status because of these guys that sacrifice that time. What type of student athlete does it take to make the Taft wrestling team? Ones that aren't soft. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you can't, you know, I say that and we joke around about it, but you can't be. I mean, it's tough. You know, there's a lot of kids that, that are real tough guys, football player guys, right? I'm going to come out for wrestling and they can't handle it for a day. You know, it's just it's just so much different. And there's a lot of people that talk about how tough they are, but they don't spend a lot of time in the wrestling room. So you got to be mentally tough, you, and you certainly have to be physically tough, but the mental aspect is really the hardest part. You know, at the end of the day, coach, you know, college wrestlers, we're going to coach college wrestlers. Hopefully these guys wrestle in college, but, you know, if they don't, I want them to be able to go out and be, you know, great men, you know, and be able to recognize that, you know, sometimes life is tough. So, I mean, wrestling teaches the greatest lessons in the world. We couldn't come to TAF and not have our H2S2 reporting crew member and student reporter for the TAF Eagles, Alex Burstein here. And Coach, he has a couple of questions he wants to ask you. They might be a little tougher than mine. We're going to let Alex ask a few things. First, what does having wrestlers of all four years, yes, and freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors do for this program? Everybody in this program now has gone through every year of me being the head coach. So certainly, you know, it helps out in the sense that you know you're seeing the same thing over and over and over again which builds continuity and, and that's how you get good looking at the schedule this year taft wrestles against some other top programs throughout the course of the season how important is it for the team to schedule these top opponents throughout the year you get good at wrestling by wrestling and you get really good at wrestling by wrestling really good people since i've been here we've changed the schedule completely we try to schedule as many tough matches as many state ranked teams and wrestlers as we can get finally what's it going to take for taft and some of their wrestlers to get to university of illinois for the state finals in february a lot of tough matches and a lot of hard work i mean that's it's tough to do illinois is is one of the top wrestling states we are in 3a which is the toughest wrestling division in illinois it's just very difficult and these you know these guys have to you know really be not only good at wrestling but they got to be mentally ready to go because it's a grind when you get into these state matches and 16 guys go to state but if you look on the rankings right now i mean there's in top wrestlers in any weight class there's 25 30 guys you're going into some of these sectional competitions where you've got six guys that are undefeated you know with 35 or more wins and two of them aren't going to state so you got to be mentally tough when you qualify for state that says something in illinois for sure uh thanks coach good job alex you know it's it's helpful having you around i wouldn't have thought of those questions coach let's talk about some of the talent you have on the eagles wrestling program who are some of these young shining stars that we should know about 
you've got a number of guys that you know now have um, really made some noise and state good. We talk about this a lot, like being city good and state good, and we want to be state good. So we've got a lot of guys that are recognized um, state-wise, and we've got three state-ranked wrestlers currently. You know, one, Julian Velterra is, is our 113-pound guy. Came back, he's a sectional qualifier from last year. You know, you'll talk to these two captains here in a second, but Brendan Gallo, again, another returning sectional qualifier. Peter or we call him Piotr, but he likes Peter, so we'll go with that. He's a state qualifier. These guys return as, as city champs. Amari Argaius, another guy that's a tough wrestler for us that, that we expect big things out of. You know, with those guys, Mike Doherty, our 106-pound guy, you know, he wrestled 120 for us last year at about 110 pounds. He's a tough guy. He's wrestling at his right weight. And then a guy by the name of Brangie Warden, you know, he's our 170-pounder. I have no idea how he wrestles well, but he does. I have no idea. He's never listened the one thing I've ever said, but he's good at wrestling, and he's another sectional qualifier. You know, these are all guys that we expect to do well. Ross Ryuchi is another guy as a senior, another senior leader of ours that's been hurt. He's got a knee injury. Hopefully he can get that rehab back. You know, there's a lot of guys on this team, and then a lot of younger guys. Varsity returning starters like Joey Arroyo. He took third in the city. He got beat up all through our schedule, but you come back, and, you know, he helps us in that, that bottom bracket where after you lose a match, that's really where tournaments are won, and, you know, he's one of those guys that came back and one stuff there so we got a lot of guys we got two of them joining us tell us a little bit more about these two here brendan gallo is three-year captain he's going to finish his career as the all-time wins leader at taft high school he comes from a line of wrestlers the the guys that are below him on that wins list are his two brothers that's saying something but brendan has just been a great leader he's a great wrestler he works hard he sets a great example and great guy all around the other guy over there you know he came to wrestling a year later you know, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. He's just been ridiculously good. I mean, catches on, super coachable. And he's a, he's a great football player, too. I mean, he's a, the first All-State 3A football player we've ever had in Taft history, so that's a big deal. He's got some football scholarship offers. Who knows what his plans are going forward, but, you know, I think he's going to make a lot of noise at State. Both these guys are great. I mean, they're both leaders. They both set a really good pace for everybody else and a really great example, so that's who we got over here. And when we return after the break, we'll meet two of the shining stars of this Taft Eagles wrestling next on the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show. the Lord. Need life? Get Life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests. Because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. I'm Brendan Gallo, the 138-pounder at Taft High School. I support the H2S2 show, the only sports talk show for Chicago High School sports. High School Holla. 
Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show. We are going to introduce you to a Chicago shining stars of the Taft Wrestling Program, sponsored by our friends at Life Church, who believes in developing relationships that create and foster a space that is not only church, but feels like home. Life Church is a place where people receive help, healing, and hope, according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. To learn more about their worship services and ministries, you can visit their website, www.getthelife.org. The official sponsors of the H2S2 Shining Star segment. And of course, you know, you'll be hearing a little bit more from my buddy over here, Alex Burstein, member of the H2S2 reporting crew. You heard Coach mention them from the Taft Eagle Wrestling we have. Brendan Gallo, Peter Krupa. Welcome, guys, to the H2S2 show. Share with us your experience attending Taft High School and how it feels to be a part of this champion Eagles wrestling program. Brendan? Well, it's been a long journey since freshman year. I remember after my freshman year, all our best guys were graduating and I just thought the program was going to go downhill but ever since then it's only gotten better it's just been a great experience just getting better throughout over the years and what is it like attending TAP? it's a different experience the clubs and sports here are families they're really close knit that's how I think of Taft it's a great school alright well I didn't wrestle since sophomore year and when I did wrestle sophomore year my partner weighed 350 pounds <laughs> so it wasn't a nice experience so it was kind of rough at the beginning and then once he left I wrestled the kid that weighed 182 so I started it I had to move a little more so and now things are just like going with the flow let me see here Peter I, I remember a coach telling me a similar thing he got thrusted into something that, <laughs> where you thrusted against the 350 pounds yeah he, he weighed I mean he weighed 350 after football season because he played football he was our nose guard he knew how to wrestle so all he did was just lay on top of me and throw me like a rag doll I love it now I want to ask you guys we asked Coach Engel on the journey to winning that championship. What was the journey like? You could really see like the process of the championship develop. You could watch the other teammates and the other wrestlers get better throughout the years. You could tell that Engel was doing his job getting us prepared for this championship. Uh, so what is the mindset like hanging into each and every match? My mindset is usually just go out there and do what I know. I'm always, I always think I'm going to win. I never think I'm going to lose. It's just like you have to think you're the best to be the best. So you just always got to think you're the best. That mindset, I love it. What about you, Pete? I barely think about it when I go to matches. I just walk on the man and wrestle. One thing I just focus on is just to move and not be lazy. One thing I try to do is like wrestle how I can wrestle and not how they wrestle. So if they're wrestling slow. You know, Angle's going to tell me to start moving and not wrestle, like, at their pace. Now, I want to ask you guys, what do you remember the most? The matches that you win or the tough ones that you lose? The ones you lose, you remember more because every time I lose, I just get super angry and I want I want my revenge. It sticks in my mind when I lose. Like, it's more of a learning experience, too. You learn more from losses than you do win. What about you, people? Well, the one memorable thing is that when I won... In sectionals to qualify for state, that was the most memorable experience because I tossed the kid in the last 10 seconds of the match and I pinned him and I won that match and I was losing the whole the whole time. So that's like the most memorable thing I had. Peter, since you are a All-State as well as a state finalist last year in wrestling, how do the skills transfer from football to wrestling season? They transfer the other way. Wrestling helps me in football to stay low. Stay low from like tackling. It keeps me better in shape because I play both sides of the ball. As a wrestler, what does it take to be successful in this sport? Doing good in the classroom because uh, we run great tracks every week. You come into wrestling, you're like you're like a family. You know, we we expect you to wrestle. So if you're family class, that's on you. It's not like 
you know, oh, the teacher is bad. It's on you. So you have to do good in the classroom. Does winning the city championship last year change the way team trains or thinks, or are you guys going at it the same way? We go at it the same way. We just go hard all the time. The city championship isn't our only goal. Like, it's a great thing to win. Everybody on the team wants to make state, and we all, we all train together. The city's a nice bonus is pretty much what it is. In addition to the team goals that you guys have set, do either of you have any personal goals for the rest of the season? One of my personal goals is winning state. I'm really capable of doing that. I'm ranked 8th in state right now. The one advantage I have compared to other heavyweights, I'm super athletic and I can move. As Angle said, as he always says to me, like the one thing he always says is get up. Get up. And just get up. I think I could win it this year. I mean, the ultimate goal is always a win state. That's that's my goal too. You know, just keep just keep going hard and like I don't ever see how I could lose if I wrestled at my best of my ability. So both of you being in your senior year here at Taft, what legacy do you want to leave with the Taft wrestling program? Hard work and the right mindset is what I think what wrestling is. It's all in your mind. Is you want to give up because so, sometimes it's the hardest thing I will ever do doing another push-up I think my arms will collapse or doing another takedown when I could barely breathe it's just the mindset that you need to have is you just got to keep going and keep going and keep going it's the mindset I want to leave behind as coach mentioned you pretty much have a legacy with your brothers and comparing to your brothers who's the best man for sure me for sure me I'm definitely the best they'll admit it too if you ask they'll admit it they they won't say it to anybody else but me but when the family's around they'll admit it to me how would you describe Taft wrestling program it's pretty dope I'd say it's a, it's a dope experience there's there's nothing in life I've ever I've ever done like this Taft wrestling team they're my brothers and this is dope who has the best nickname on the team? Val- Fat Salbert's a good one. We- <laughs> Tell me about that one. But one of our teammates, uh, he left practice half a pound overweight because we had a tournament or a meet the next day. And he weighed in at the meet two and a half pounds overweight. So we call him Fat Salbert now because he missed weight. Tell our listeners what they're missing if they never attended a Taft wrestling match. Angle's voice. <laughs> I mean, this guy, you will hear him, like, if you're in the bathroom, you're going to hear him, get up, get up, you know, you're going to hear this guy everywhere. One of the things that other wrestlers tell me, like, like, dude, is that guy's insane. I'm like, yeah, that's my head coach. <laughs> what can people expect from the Taft Eagle wrestling program the rest of the way? A regional championship. That's our main goal. I've never been able to wrestle in team state, and that, that's my biggest goal. I'm, I'm a team guy. I want the team to do good. I want a, I want a regional championship. Now, what's it like wrestling for coaching? <laughs> All you can say, Peter, is woo. <laughs> it's kind of annoying sometimes, but... In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, of course, in a good way. Like, he's always pushing me and pushing the team to do their best, but it's It's hard. It's definitely the hardest thing I have ever done. I just want to thank you guys for taking the time to talk to us about Taft Wrestling. <laughs> it's been fun, man. But I want to turn back and talk to Coach Ingle for a minute. Let's talk about the structure of Chicago Public League Wrestling. Break down the structure of the Chicago Public League Wrestling. It's it's similar to football, and there's there's different levels of conferences. You know, and you've got top conferences. You know, you try to do it regionally, but it's the top conference, the middle conference, and then the lower conference. And I think those are 
red, blue, and black. And then for city, we do it over a two-day tournament, which we've changed up this year. I'm not really sure exactly how it's going to look, but it's typically been done in like a regional format where, you know, you've got four different regions and, um, you know, they see the together and then the winners advance out of that to city. How does a wrestler qualify? Do you have an opportunity to qualify as both a team and an individual in both city and state? In city, it's it's individual only. We do, okay. we take team points and then the, you know, each individual, every time you win a match in the big bracket, you know, because everything in wrestling is done with brackets. So every time you win and advance, you get a certain amount of team points put towards the team total. And so that's how that works. In state, in Illinois, we don't have a true team tournament. But what we do is we take everybody qualifies for regionals, the regional tournament, which is the first weekend in February. And then the top scoring team there, they advance to what's called team sectionals. Taff is going to be up there, right? That's our plan. That is, I mean, that's the goal. I mean, it really is. This is, you know, in the t-shirts this year in the back, it's, it says, uh, this is the year we make our mark. We've been building up for this. I mean, this is their senior year. You know, we've been building and building and building and building. And, and that's really the goal. I mean, we wrestle all the teams that are in our region. You know, we've taken second in the region. You know, now's the time we got to show up and, and get it done when it counts. Coach, I asked the wrestlers to describe Taft Wrestling. What's one word would you say as a coach best describes wrestling here at Taft? Crazy. I mean, it's crazy. You see wrestlers, and wrestlers are crazy. They look different. They act different. They dress different. They carry themselves different. Especially some of these little guys, you know, like Brendan, you know, some of these guys that, that are constantly worrying about their weight and cutting weight. And, you know, you got to be a little you got to be a little crazy to do it. So, yeah, crazy. What can our listeners and the fans here at TAF expect the rest of the way for the, the wrestling program? We're going to get after it. Tough. We're going to be tough. We won't be soft. I mean, I, there's no bone in my body that allows softness. You know, we can be winning and I can still be mad like we're not giving because at the end of the day, it's all about effort. It's all about to help guys discover what they found within themselves. I mean, I personally wrestling was a great compliment to football in that, you know, there's no excuses. I mean, you're out there on the mat and it's you versus that other person. And at the end of the day, nobody can help you. I as a coach, I mean, I scream and I scream and I yell and but I can't help you. And so that's what makes it different than any other sport. And I don't care, you know, as a football guy, I mean, I love football. I mean, and all these other sports can talk about whatever they want to talk about but at the end of the day you've got to be so tough mentally and physically to be a wrestler then when you translate that into life you know because life's going to throw some stuff at you that you can't rely on your teammates for at the end of the day that's what i'm looking at and i love that final statement coach when you compare wrestling and how it prepares these young men for life now before we let you guys go we want to offer you a chance to as we say send a few hollers out to your family and friends listening today who would you like to send some hollers out to my wife hey jen how you doing what about you guys my brother how you doing and peter uh john tarujas how you doing and alex come on in here our student reporter yes my brother we want to just say we appreciate you guys joining us on the Coaches Chatter and the version of the Shining Star. And we wish Taft Eagles wrestling program much success the rest of the season. Thank you guys again, Coach, for joining us on the H2S2 High School Island Sports Show. Thanks for having us on and thanks for supporting high school wrestling. I mean, we want to grow the city wrestling and we want to grow wrestling in general. So we appreciate any of the help you can give us, which has been great. Thank you so much for coming out. High School Holla. That's our show for this week. We want to thank you for hanging in there for another edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We also want to thank all of our guests from this week's show. Our coaches, Brad Engel from Taft Wrestling, Kings, boys basketball coach Columba Ball, 
Tilden's boys coach Keith Johnson, our girls basketball coaches from Phillips, Larry Stokes, and from Limbloom, Staff Sergeant Dan Lawson Jr. Hollers out to all of our shining stars from this week. From our boys and girls game of the week, juniors took over the spotlight. From King Jaguars, Isaiah Kelly, and from the Limbloom Eagles, Jakiah Amos. Also, from the Tav wrestling team, Brandon Gallo, Peter Copra, along with our student reporter, Alex Bernstein, doing an awesome job repping for the Tav Eagles. We had a great time talking with all of you. Thank you also to our show sponsors who partner with us to bring you the best show in Chicago covering high school sports, the H2S2. Time now to announce our next Boys and Girls Games of the Week. We have a double dose for you next week under one roof or in one gym. It's a Thursday night affair out of the Chicago Public League Noble Street Conference as the Butler Lynx boys and girls basketball squad will take on the spear academy pride boys and girls squad this could be for top honors or bragging rights out of the chicago public league noble street conference make sure you check us out on facebook live during the pre and post game interviews from both games live from butler college prep high school Remember, Starts Up Front organization is offering one-hour training sessions for offensive and defensive linemen. The training will be held at Diet High School, 555 East 51st Street. Youth training is from 12 noon to 1 p.m. and high schoolers are from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. The training goes until May 25th, 2019 and players will be trained on speed, agility, and NFL combine drills and much more. For more information, you can go visit their website startupfront.com or call 773-556-5511. If you're a school, coach, or athletic organization like the one you just heard and you're hosting a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth, let us know. We want to give our support by giving your event a mention on the show to help get the word out as a part of our mission statement to keep kids safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. Young people, this week's quote is from one of the greatest coaches in college basketball, Dean Smith, who once said, what to do with mistakes? Recognize it, admit it, learn from it, and forget it. Some great advice from one of the greats, Dean Smith, on dealing with mistakes. Don't forget to check us out on social media, Facebook and Twitter, at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, give us a like on our Facebook page, the High School Hall of Sports Show. We appreciate the love from you. And please, share that page with others. Let me remind you that you can always listen to a broadcast of today's show, along with many other past shows and segments, by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. For my iPhone and iTunes users out there, go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. As I mentioned before, earlier in the show, we are officially, for my Android users, on Google Play. So go check us out there. And if you like SoundCloud, you can search for us on that too by typing in the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us every week, and remember, God loves you, and we do too. Until next Saturday at 12 noon, I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey saying, I holla! 
catch you next time. High School Holla.